0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast My name is Mick, I'm one of your hosts alongside the Spellboy, Nuno Cunha. Hi everyone,
1: I'm back this week Yeah, Uh, you're uh, not sick anymore Not anymore, not anymore uh, I took a
0: break last week, but I should be good this time Man, you were ca- you're still coughing, like Tuesday night when we were drafting, you were coughing. Oh yeah, I was like, dying then, yeah. but I won the draft still, so it goes yeah. to show. <laughs> it goes to show, like, it, sickness does not affect your mental health, see? Yeah, uh, I I did have to pay, pay play Creatures then, though, which was a little bit disappointing. Oh, so sad. Okay, so, uh, and I noticed this week you grew a beard. I did because last yeah. week I heard the
1: comment on me not having the beard, and so I like oh I I'm pretty sure I can be more similar similar to Nuno. Like we I can close I you know narrow the uh, the gap between us. you be so yeah
0: you look you're trying to look like Nuno Sa. Just part of it. Yeah, yeah. Last week last week we had Paolo Pinto on the show and uh, Nuno Sa the other Nuno. Um, yeah, we commented uh, both you know uh, both of you. Are ne- both of you are never in the same room at we the are same time in the I've same never room I've never noticed I, I've, I've noticed that hmm. coincidence all right <laughs> speaking of last week's episode you can catch uh, last week's episode on power nine podcast if you didn't know this is power nine podcast uh, every week me and Nuno get together uh, maybe with or without a special guest or two uh, and we talk about the cards that make us go Insane a little bit. Bananas. Uh, yeah, bananas. Last week. Uh, so you can find us online at power9podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Power9 Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Power9 Podcast. Uh, and the nine is uh, number nine instead of uh, the word nine. Uh, what else? Right. And if you want to email us and send us your questions... You can do it online at Facebook, Twitter, or you can send us an email at power 9 podcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. All right. As promised, we're going to be talking about some finance. Actually, today's episode is mostly dedicated to finance, yeah? And finally, you're back, and I feel very confident to talk about finance because I have no idea what I'm talking about. I mean, either, but I'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll give it a go.
1: Um, yeah, so I think we... we what we, we promised we'd talk about was the uh, the fetchlands, fetch right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, everyone, whenever they open a fetchland, they go crazy. If it's foiled, you know, they start big plans of, like, retiring and
0: everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tuesday night. Tuesday night, uh, one of our friends opened the, opened a foil wooded foothills. And a, uh, was it a and sorry? The sorry or? Yeah, oh, the it was same a sorry. Booster. Oh, man. And it was keep. <laughs> uh, they were playing team, team draft. And so, you keep what you pick. Lucky yeah, bastards. so he had to p-
1: he had to pass the sorry. He had though. to pass the sorry. I felt oh. like there was some
0: poetic justice there, you know. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that one at a time uh, when I played team draft as well. This only happens when you play team draft and Correct. You, you keep uh, some and guy. You have op- to choose either you take the money or you lose the draft. So he chose to take the
1: expensive card and then he passed the sorry into the other team, uh, man, which is, is so funny.
0: <sighs> First world problems,
1: right? First world problems, yeah. indeed.
0: Okay, so let's start off the let's start off the show with something that we owe you, listeners, uh, with an announcement. Uh, this is old news, but it's uh, we <laughs> haven't talked about it. On December twenty fourth, right uh, on the eve of Christmas, uh, Magic the G- uh, Watsi, uh announced that they will be including dual into the new packs. So every pack they're gonna do. Uh, uh, for for the older listeners they're going to do what they did with uh return to ne- return dragon to Ravnica yeah dragon maze they're going to include dual lands in the basic land slot but this time they're going to include uh and like just like before not just this time just like before they're going to include the fetch lands uh as part of as part of that so you can expect in your booster as your 15th card either land uh, a basic land, you can find one of the dual lands, uh, one of the ten dual lands, or the one top of the lens five that gain you a life. Right? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know what what they're called.
1: Oh, they're just called tap lands, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and or you can get a, uh, a fetch know, fetch. Yeah, exactly. So in your pack, theoretically, you can get three rares, just like in uh, Dragon's Maze, and just like in uh, Innistrad. In a strike, Correct. you could get three. Because you of the get the flip card, card yeah. You yeah. get the flip card, and you get the, yeah. the foil, and you get your normal rare. So, uh,
1: yeah. So this is this is a really important because previously, everyone was like harding the fetches because they thought, okay, we're only gonna get fetches during this draft format, and then we're gonna draft it with with fate Reforged. Yep. And then the third draft format was gonna. We're have not gonna no get anything, right? But now. Yeah. Now it's completely different because you have all three boosters in this format mm-hmm. might have fetches. All three boosters in the next format might have fetches. Yeah. And in the last format, one of the boosters might have a
0: fetch. Yeah, okay. So for those of you for those of you who who don't know, so for the last um what you call it, the last drive cycle. Uh, and I believe draft is one of the more played um, formats for, for yeah, you know, probably. For, well, the for most for played format player. is
1: is standard, but probably yeah, that, yeah. After it's that is probably draft.
0: draft, right? Even for FNMs, like most, uh, a lot of shops in Singapore, like just from Singapore, they they draft. So yeah, it's yeah, either yeah. standard or draft. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, the cans of um, the last draft cycle was three cans packs. The next draft cycle is going to be two Khans packs and one Fate Reforged pack. And the last uh, the last cycle is going to be two... I What's the... It's two Dragons uh, of Tarkir. Yeah, Dragons of Tarkir and uh, one Fate Reforged. In
1: the opposite order. So the first booster you open is Fate, and then you open two Dragons. Okay. And whereas with the next one, it's going to be two Boosters of Khans, and then the last one you open is Fate
0: Reforged. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, so... You know, now we're gonna get yeah. Every set that we open now, uh, or every draft cycle that we that we do, is gonna have uh, potentially gonna have um, uh, fetch lands. Correct. So, with this in mind, let's go back in time and let's go look at the prices of the dual lands uh, of the shock Lens during the return to <laughs> Ravnica phase. Um, so, we're looking at, we're looking at uh, cards like Overgrown Tomb, Steam Vents, Sacred Foundry. Um, Overgrown Tomb and Steam Vents were introduced in Return to Ravnica. And we see, you know, and we're looking at the prices. We're using, okay, for those of you who want to follow along, you can go to MTG Goldfish, pause the, pause the podcast, go to MTG Goldfish, open up these three Steam Vents, Overgrown Tomb, and Sacred Foundry, because we're going to talk about them in a while. And remember to change it to paper, not online. Okay, so uh, let's talk about let's talk about Steam vents. We see, uh, you know, the minute it launched, the prices the prices just kept dropping, and we know we roughly know why. Nobody was using them, basically.
1: Yeah. So they they started off for like over twenty bucks. They were over over twenty dollars before like the reprint, mm-hmm. and then after they were announced as being reprinted in RTR in Return to Ravnica, they went down to like maybe fifteen or just below that. Yep. And then they spiked a little bit because everyone is trying to get them to play standard.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then
1: after that, after everyone had their... like You know, the, the mo- most competitive players, all the spikes, had their play sets. They s- just they started just stopped, dropping.
0: Yeah, they just stopped demanding for it. And that yeah. was and that was pretty early on, I think. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, not a lot of decks were using it, I believe. Uh, Talking Steam about Vence? Steam Vents? Yeah, Steam Vents. I yeah, don't I think a lot of decks were using it. Most people were still using... Um, Halo Fountain and Halo Fountain was re- uh, was reprinted in Return to Ravnica, right? Yeah, yeah. There was
1: Steam Vents and Halo Fountain were basically living
0: from their uh,
1: modern appeal at the time because Blue White Red was d- one of the most popular decks.
0: Yeah. Yes. During that. So, period, during yeah. that time, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: and so they finally, after after everyone collected the playsets initially, uh, after the initial hype, they finally started settling around seven seven dollars.
0: Uh, uh yeah, so dollars. So
1: they finally started settling around seven dollars, and then and then everyone okay. thought that was it. That was it. That was the last we were gonna see of them. So you yeah. you, you better get your play sets now.
0: Yeah. So at this point, at this point in time, basically demand just demand just stopped. Okay. So uh, and then we and then we released. Uh, they released gate crash, and a few. I think a month after the gate crash, or a month or two after the gate crash, they made an announcement. Uh, the dragon maze will have will basically have fetch lands. Uh, yep. not fetch lands. No, sorry, shock lands. Yeah. Okay. So, so
1: initially, the idea was you were gonna have five shock li- five shock lens in RTR, five shock lands in gate crash, and then the last draft format at the time was gonna be one RTR, one gate crash, and one dragon's maze. Yep. And only v- only one of those boosters could have each specific shock land, but now there was like a joker in dragon's maze that could have
0: all of the all shock the lens. shock Lens, Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And here you see after the announcement is made. So if you're following the curve, it was uh, eight. Where was it? Yeah, Steam vents. The uh, average price was about eight, eight bucks. Once the announcement was made, it immediately dropped to seven. Yeah, so seven
1: now, or the, all,
0: uh, all across the board. Like all of the shock lines dropped by one or two dollars. Yeah. So from the,
1: eight, which represents like a considerable percentage.
0: And we don't see uh, here's the thing like we don't see and because uh, the card wasn't being used, we don't see it go back in, uh, go back in, up in price until M14 came around. That's basically where supply supply dipped because nobody's playing uh, nobody is uh, opening any more of these exactly. packs. So w- during the duration of this where supply is so-called infinite where you know you you basically have opened all the packs that you want uh the price just bottomed out at seven bucks. So we see like a massive decrease from the initial price. Well we can't we can't really say about the initial price, but when, when it launched it was somewhere uh thirteen bucks. Uh we're talking about USDs here. Uh thirteen USD uh, dropped all the way down to seven after the announcement yeah. was made.
1: And then what happened was when M fourteen came around is when all the new players come in. Because yep. during the summer was when Wizards really tries to get that the, the new batch of players, mm-hmm. and so all of the, those new players then go on and like Theros comes along, and they want to play standard. They need and to they get need all the these, yeah, and so exactly. you have the exact same supply as you had before. But now you but have now increased you have demand, more yeah. demand. Yeah, so all of the people that were playing standard before had a, had them all when the demand was super, when the supply was super high, which yep. was during Dragon's Maze, and then you just stop seeing them. But now you have more players.
0: I have to, I have to say that was a very bad. Time to come back in because they released Taros after that. Anyway yeah. <laughs> Theros was awful. <laughs> and anyway, uh so we take a look at Overgrown Tomb. Overgrown Tomb had a you know had a really big um price starting starting out at 17 bucks. And then it, it it steadily declined until Gate Crash was announced. And after the announcement we see again from uh actually no. Uh, for Overgrown Tomb, we don't see a dip. We see a small dip, sure. But uh, generally, the price stabilized around $9. So yeah, it wasn't blue, so it was worth less than Steam Vents. And uh, and here's the thing. Like yeah. Everybody was using Overgrown Tomb. Everyone was playing... Uh, okay, maybe not everyone. Uh, I would say f- half the time, people were playing reanimated decks. Yeah,
1: I think the reason why Overgrown Tomb went so low was because right off the gate like right when uh, RTR was spoiled, yep. people were super excited about the reanimated deck because oh, yeah, you had yeah, yeah. Angel of yeah. Serenity and um, and Burial Rites. You basically had, yeah, and Burial Rites. Uh, yeah, and so I think just everyone that wanted them just bought them, and that's why it spiked to like uh, uh, well, 17, you know, 18. 17, 17 bucks, yeah. 17 okay, bucks, so. and so just everyone had them, and so it just quickly bottomed out, and then by the time it was announced in Dragon's Maids, there was a little dip because that's just the way it works. That you're going to have more supply, so you're going
0: to have... Like, you're going to have speculators. You're going to have traders who are speculating and saying, oh, okay, shit, we're going to have more. Now we're going to have more of tombs, I got to sell off a Yeah, few. exactly. And so,
1: but the because everyone that wanted them already had them, the price was already fixed. Yeah. So no one, I don't think anyone was really able to shift them like quickly.
0: And so that caused the, the price not to dip and reanimated uh, and here's the thing and the reanimated deck was like a staple throughout yeah, the yeah, entire format. it was one of the it was definitely one of the most popular decks with like ops of that as well uh, yes correct uh, okay so moving on okay so overgrown tomb overgrown tomb kind of beat the odds because they were they were widely being played uh, and i don't think just in standard in in modern uh pot was a pot was a thing Malira and John was, was a very thing. popular back uh, then John well. was still very popular so you know demand demand was always there and supply was just uh supply was well uh, so-called infinite it so was this still is a, your it was still a nine um, eight nine dollar fa- uh, shock land uh and then we see okay so let's continue on down the curve uh, again, M14 comes out, uh, Teros comes out, we see a price. the price go up, uh, but sadly the price went back down because yes. once once the reanimated deck kind of rotated out, there was nothing else for you to play in green and black. Uh, Teros, I don't think Teros had very viable green-black strategies. There was, the reason why it spikes around Theros was because
1: people suddenly got really excited about playing Whip of Erebus with Obzodat. Oh, yes. Remember, because was you, that the, uh, you was reanimate the, it, and at the end of turn you like you stack the triggers so that opposite that gets exiled, and you just get it back.
0: Oh yes, 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 that's true. So no, but people will be, people will probably be playing uh, Godless Shrine over. Yeah, over but you, they, you still have
1: this. to play like they would still play, so they have to play all three colors, right? Yes, well, they didn't have to. Really, they, you could, in theory, just play red,
0: uh, black, and black white. Black and white, yeah, exactly. But, but green, green help with the fixing. and Green yeah, help with the acceleration. Okay, so. Uh, so that's that's normal, and we see you know overgrown tumors was was being used, and so we don't see the price drop. So let's go look at Sacred Foundry. Sacred Foundry is kind of interesting because we see uh, Sacred Foundry was introduced in Gate Crash, so uh, it spikes around Gate Crash because yeah. it
1: came out and everyone wants to get it so they can play with it.
0: Exactly, uh, and during this during this period we had uh, what's that card? The red white. Ah, uh, Boros Reckoner. Yeah, Boros Reckoner. Right. Yeah, we yeah. have we we had a very viable like Boros deck. Boros Reckoner. uh Boros Charm. Uh even played the um blasphemous act. Uh so you yeah. Know, yeah. Red yeah. white. Red I white. You played Harvest Pyre. Harvest Pyre. It did. Yeah. 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 Oh man. That's there was a like one
1: off one off uh our Harvest Pyre. And uh, actually, this deck was when um uh the the Swedish guy. Uh, made a uh, top eight of the pro tour by playing uh, basically Blue Red because he had Snapcaster Boris and he, he had like <laughs> The oh, Reckoner yeah, yeah, as well right The
0: Reckoner with yeah he played Blade that was I a pro tour that
1: Reckoner the... suddenly went from like $3 to like, to 20 like 5, 25 30. yeah
0: exactly it's, it's it. Uh, yeah
1: so Sacred Foundry but the thing is so Sacred Foundry started going up because there's like oh Crap! I need this for standard. Like, let's get it. And then a and month th- after, everyone was trying, like, ev- still trying to pick them up. Yeah. They go, oh yeah, we're just gonna print, print more. Yeah, we're
0: gonna reprint them, and suddenly the price goes down. And I believe at this point of time, like this deck, the the boros, the boros record deck, still was being used, but it wasn't very popular because everybody knows during uh during the return to <laughs> Ravnica season, everybody plays uh blue white. Blue white. Sometimes you play Esper for yeah. what you call it. Uh, what's that spell? Well, at the end it was the, Thoughtseize. No, the one that you oh, gain during, life and draw cards. Oh, Bam, Sphinx's Revelation. drawing Yeah, Sphinx's Revelation. Goodness, I'm drawing. I thought you were yeah.
1: talking about the black splash. That was during Theros. Like Esper and Theros had. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: During yeah, during Theros block. Yeah, the splash. Uh, people started playing Esper, but okay. So, also
1: because of the uh, the Blood Baron at the time.
0: The Blood Baron. Viscoppa oh yeah, Blood yeah, Barbera, the Barbera Barbera Life yeah. yeah, so good. Hmm. That's actually pretty good. I don't. I'm surprised nobody's using it. Oh, those. Oh, anymore. it's not in standard anymore, right? Uh, okay, so we see M14 again. Prices go up. Yeah, players then, came in.
1: They want to play standard. They don't have shock lens. They have to buy them.
0: Okay, so and we see. You know, so we see this recurring pattern. All right. So now, if you're still on, if you're still following us. Go open up polluted delta and wooded foothills. Okay, so we'll, uh, we take a look at two of the two of the five fetch lines that we have. Um, yeah, specifically a a blue one and the non-blue one. Yeah. Okay, so let's go through the non-blue one. Okay. Uh, you have wooded foothills being released. Uh, releases at seventeen dollars. And so, and now it's going it's gone down. Basically, supply is the demand is the demand is actually not very high. Uh, it plays in the tima. It plays in tima tempo. It plays in. Um, I think that's it. Tima tempo, and that's yeah. And it.
1: then it's seen in like it's just a fetchland, right? People know
0: that they. I right know. Yeah, it's it's fetchland. People and are people finally using.
1: putting them in EDH. People are finally putting in like. Because they Whatever have, they want to yeah, play, yeah, because, because can, you have
0: exactly. it now uh so demand demand really has just plateaued out, and uh yeah, we don't see Jan in in modern anymore, so maybe that's uh and that's probably why the price is so low, yeah so okay, what happened, I wouldn't say it's so low price it's still 11 dollars yeah, it's
1: just this is price memory, right? People know fetch lands are a good investment, they don't want to pay like they don't want to sell them for cheap,
0: yeah, exactly but
1: yeah the 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 supply is definitely there for these to be cheaper. So mm. what we see in the graph, like right before the release, you see that it was like actually cheaper. Uh, Just yeah, before right the before release. the release. Yeah. And so what happened was the the um, the pre-order prices were set really high. Pre-order was like 18, oh yeah, yeah, this is a fetch land. Like people will pay for this, mm-hmm. and obviously all the spikes did play, yeah. did pay for it. But then most of most of the appeal for these fetch lands, I have no doubt, was like the people that want to put them into the their like casual decks, like yeah, DH decks, decks, and their small le- decks, and their legacy decks, and mm-hmm. they can wait have no rush to like be there for game day or whatever exactly so, so they didn't pre-order out. it and so the pr- they were like oh yeah no we have to lower the pre-order price but then by the time it was released everyone wanted fetches like as fast as they could because yeah this is just like the greatest investment let's just buy them yeah that's true it was just the same as shocklands right you see a, a spike right at the release because especially because some people are still wary about Uh, pre-ordering cards
0: yeah uh, I I think most people don't uh, most people people don't -uh want to buy them until they
1: know that they're going to play with them exactly and so at release you usually like see a spike with these sort of cards yeah and Uh, then immediately people realize oh man this is actually going to be the
0: most open set uh, ever Well, you wouldn't realize it until, you know, halfway through or, you know, to where we are right yeah, now. I think
1: then, the signs were there, though, because you saw a lot of people who had never bought a display in their life. Suddenly buying, suddenly boxes, buying them, yeah. okay. And the people that used to buy one display bought, like, three. <laughs> because they opened the first one and they were like, oh, man. I, I didn't only get got, as many fetches. I only yeah. got three fetches, but that yeah. guy yeah. got, like, seven and a foil one. Yeah. And then there was that, ri- did you see that ridiculous display online that had, like... Which one? It had a Polluta Delta Foil and it had like t- <sighs> Sarkans and sarns and like six other fetches. Oh my god! It was gosh, like a 200, 300 ridiculous. euro uh, display. <laughs> and so everyone was like, oh man, I'm going to open the exact same thing. Just, I, need to go, I need to get a display. And so we saw many people at Arena, like here in Ports, we saw a lot of people like cracking yeah, just displays cracking process,
0: yeah. yeah. Mm. Especially
1: uh, because a lot of the myth- Mythics were like so hyped. So the EV was definitely there.
0: What was the what I mean there what were like the mythics okay we both made plane, rock, both planeswalkers
1: uh, and wingway rock were so expensive
0: Yeah yeah uh, yeah it started out <laughs> with um uh
1: and even Mantis rider was so expensive at the beginning, beginning. and Jeskai Ascendancy, everyone was like going crazy about it Yeah because of the combo and Siege Rhino as well and an offense that people thought was going to be a thing in modern
0: It was people did
1: in in, in the pod mirrors because of the Oh okay creatures. right
0: right right you can just
1: yeah yeah, two yeah. mana you can put into an Offenza. I yeah. did not realize that. And so basically, the set was at the beginning. It was more expensive. The cards within the the, the display uh, were more expensive than the cards than the price of the display. And so a lot of people just wanted to crack them. Like this is a great opportunity. And then that's what you get. Like when you people get, start up yeah. op- opening a lot of sealed product, the prices just go down. And, and we're so seeing now like twelve dollar fetches, which is really good.
0: Yeah, I mean this is I mean this is actually very good <laughs> for the community. Like right now wooded food deals is eleven dollars and this is not the cheapest of them all. Like blood stain mineral be but yeah. It's what, seven Euros now, which probably is what No, 10, it's not 9? that low. It's like nine. It is? Okay, wait, let's open it up. Blood stain. Oh,
1: we might want to look up in Euros actually because that'll be like more representative of what people pay around here in Portugal the The good thing about the MTG Goldfish, if you've never used it, is that you can see, you can track the price of a single card over its like, over its entire lifetime. Over yeah. its entire lifetime, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
0: yeah. Yeah, it's slightly cheaper. Do
1: you wanna check out the price in uh, in euros, like on Magic Card Market? Okay. So, so let's we can go. Uh, have a reference on. Uh, I know uh, the blue ones are going round about fifteen euros, which is. Very good, considering stuff like Scalding Tarn is forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, like
0: <laughs> Scalding Tarn is forty five euros. Yeah. yeah so Bloodstained Meyer, the cheapest fetch is It's nine euros. Okay, so nine,
1: uh, nine something. Yeah, minimum. For those
0: of you who are, for the four of you who are listening in in the United States, it's one one point three U S dollars. Uh, gives you one euro. Just so you guys know. Cool. Uh. Okay. So. All right. So back to our back to our discussion. So we're going to look at polluted Delta, and polluted Delta is seeing you know is is seeing massive massive amount of play. It plays yeah. in it plays in modern. It plays in um, what do you call it. It plays in standard. In standard. It it's one of the modern
1: legacy as well.
0: So it the, is. Yeah, yeah. but the, that's the thing. The legacy players already have their polluted deltas. I probably. mean, probably you have some demand. Now they want the foils. Now they want the foils. Right. No, previously you had foils too. Okay, now you want cheaper foils. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, uh, you here want, we. I think specifically
1: you want uh the the foils with the the, the watermark like the hologram.
0: Ah, uh, that's ridiculous. That's just. That's I
1: think with like these high hand cards, it's actually really important. Why? Because of fakes. Like you, you're uh, st- actually starting to see a lot of fakes. And there was actually a, an article wrote because there's a new batch now uh-huh. that mimics like most of the properties. Oh if yeah, it yeah, makes, even okay. the, the, blue the blue lining,
0: the blue layer, right? And so
1: it's getting harder and harder. Even the wizards are actively trying to stop them.
0: No man, there's the wizards. Wizards is doing this so that they can create a new format, maybe like five years. Oh yeah, that way. as well. There, there will for definitely sure. be like uh, M14 I don't know. from from M14 all the way to uh, M15. You mean? Is it M15? Yeah. yeah. Okay. From M15 all the way to I don't know five sets from now. What would you call it? What would you call the, the format? Post, post, future. I don't know post, yeah. post futuristic format. I don't know extra it has super the, alpha.
1: It has it's the three D thing, so it's like <laughs> 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 hologram, holi- I don't know holographic. Uh, I don't know because we have modern, we have legacy.
0: Modern, modern, legacy. Modern is
1: about the the modern border, but they yeah. haven't. This is just a new border. They yeah, haven't yeah. really given given it a name. Yeah, new <sighs> format sounds
0: kind of lame though. Yeah, that's why it's uh, the post post modern or post modern post. Okay, uh, really uh, post modern rock uh, apocalyptic. I don't know. Yeah, God doesn't knows. matter. <laughs> okay, so uh, so you know, polluted delta maybe is, is not the best example, but we're gonna see. You know, the price, the price just didn't drop or didn't go up. Like the price was was uh, you know. It says island on it That's why It's it's practically, practically The same throughout So now it's plateauing off At 15 15 uh, USD 17 Is it 17? Oh yeah Okay okay So now it's at 17 USD It did It did go up a bit uh, Oh well, it's because, because of, of The,
1: the, uh, the <laughs> recent uh, Results by CDC whip And
0: uh, Yeah CDC whip's using control. it Blue black control And not to mention Like it's Thoroughly, thoroughly used in modern, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Oh, Delver man, plays it even because leave. it
1: has blue. Blue-Eyed Red will play it because it has blue. Everything that has blue will play blue to Delta.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Basically. Every, yeah, everything that has blue. Uh, so, you know, you, you're not going to... Uh, you know, you, we're not going to see a price drop for this. I can see... Okay, so, so I can see... Probably a price drop for Bloodstain blood Maya as well as Wooded Foothills, for I sure. I
1: actually think we will see a price drop.
0: I think we will see a price drop,
1: actually, because. Oh, polluted Delta, really. Yeah, I think the reason why we haven't seen the price drop is because Wizards Watsi hasn't confirmed how many fetches are going to be in a Favorite Forge. Okay. So yes. in Dragon's Maze, right off the bat, we knew there was going to be one, one and, and a, a half. half average per display. Yep. So that meant one in every 24 boosters has a.
0: Shockland. Okay. So you can bet you, you know, you can put your you can place your bets on buying dragon's Maze not being a very good way to get a yeah, fetch land. Yeah, it's not anymore. very good.
1: It's not definitely not as good as uh well, opening For example, the a odds the odds of getting a, a, sh- a fetch land in um in a uh, in cans mm-hmm. are 5 in, fi- in fif-
0: 54. Yeah, okay, correct. So
1: Round about one in an eleven. It's a little bit better than one in eleven.
0: Yeah, uh, and here's the thing: like, if you bought the okay, so we're gonna call back to like Dragon's Maze. If you bought Dragon's Maze boxes, you're probably not going to get a foil. Um, you're you're not gonna get a foil. Yeah, it's um, impossible to get a foil shockland. Shockland. So, in this in this case, yes, the same thing. Fate Reforged. You're not gonna get a foil shockland. Uh, but you know, you we don't. Yeah, like like Nuno said. <laughs> We don't know how many uh, sh- uh, how many fetch lands are going to be in each box, so if it
1: happens that you have two or three per display, then it's the actually price a good thing. Yeah, definitely goes down, and uh, we're gonna see. There are so many more fetch lands now than chalk lands. Like yeah. we were discussing before, there are three. Th- you're gonna have you're gonna draft five boosters of cans and two of fit reforges during the whole format, right? Yep and th- the nine boosters that you open through during the whole the whole block mm-hmm. are five arcans and two are fate forge and so that's just like
0: you're going to get a lot of fetch lands. like five yeah over the span of over the span of 6 6 months you're going to be opening uh f- i mean
1: the window is slightly smaller this year because you know they pushed um dragon's maze um, not not Dragon, dragons of tarkir is being push pushed forward it it's push? it's it's now earlier than it was yeah yeah. so push forward, push correct. forward. yeah because forward? of uh that, i don't know whole, that's a whole english thing okay because of modern masters right yes correct and so uh, the time. window is slightly uh, yeah. smaller this time but the amount of sealed product yes. opened is so much larger than it was in, f- in a return to ravnica block yeah this is a there was a a tweet by maro Mm -hmm. Mark Rosewater, he was asked if this was the most popular set ever. And And he said, well, we have a a larger player base, so it was always going to be that because we have more people. But But, yeah, this is just being like a tremendous success. Yeah,
0: people are basically opening, yeah, like you said, people are opening more boxes. Uh, Maybe it's a gut feel. I don't know. But yeah, it feels to me, you know, people are playing more this time around. There are people who came back from... From Correct. exile uh, to start <laughs> playing Magic again it during this block, uh, maybe not because of of the fetch lands. I don't know. This block is pretty interesting, uh, but that might have been a reason though, though, because a lot of people were pissed off that like fetch
1: lands were so expensive and that, like the price barrier was so high for Modern, for example.
0: No, but those were people who already were playing. I mean, coming back in, yeah. The the enticing it is enticing. It's to a good open time back, as a, yeah.
1: as any other because fetch lens are like the barrier for most formats. The <laughs> mana base is the barrier for most formats, right? Yes, that's true. And so if you get a head start with like fetch lens, and with shocks so cheap right now, you could just get instant access to two formats.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. You can get yeah. Legacy well, is like miles can, away for
1: most people anyway.
0: Because of the dual lens. Yeah. Res-
1: it's the reserved yeah. list that like messes with <laughs> prices, but that's that is the case, but okay. yeah. So I think there are two r- reasons why I think the mu- the price might actually drop from its current um, values. And we're talking about all the fetch lines. Oh, right? okay, maybe were,
0: maybe not in the same effect, but definitely
1: they're right. gonna drop. Okay, so so I think obviously the blue ones are more resist- resilient price wise because. Just blue tends to be more played than the other colors. Yeah, every <laughs> everyone. It has likes more to play synergy control, yeah. with fetchlands as well because brainstorm exists. Uh, right? yeah, that's true. So yeah. th- the historically cards that play well with fetchlands mm-hmm. tend to be blue, even though you have like goif has a slight synergy with fetchlands, and you have you now have like way more delve cards than you used to. Mm-hmm. But even the best blue cards are the best delve cards are blue right now.
0: Yeah, so that's true. The
1: cards historically, the cards that work better with fetch lands are blue. Uh, blue. So the blue yeah, okay. fetch lands also.
0: They will. They will be. They will. Uh, yeah, they will be resistant to price changes. Yeah, but, but I think I still think there will be a decrease across the board because
1: I think people underestimate the amount. Of, they still over- underestimate the amount of fetch lands that are going to be out there. Okay. For example, I'm not. I haven't actively started looking for fetch lands yet. I haven't actively started trading for them or buying them. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, except for the foils. Yeah, okay, where yeah. where uh, foils I'm always on <laughs> the, trying to get because they're just a great investment. Okay. Even though it, it does require patience because it does require you to hold them for like a couple of years.
0: Yes, that's true. But you, you have to you you basically have to wait until everything rotates out. Yeah. Uh maybe an extra year after that and then Correct. Be but if you expensive. if you
1: can afford to hold them which at the moment, because I had like I don't play standard, so everything I I get from like boosters and stuff, uh, I just trade. Just I'm trading into fetches, right? Into foil fetches, though. Okay. And the other fetches that I haven't, it's not an active thing that I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not trying to hard fetches. <laughs> and just from drafting and stuff, I have two bloodstained myers, two wooded foothills, uh, flooded strands. I had two flooded strands and one polluted delta, but I but traded those into a foil flooded strand. Okay. And I have two windswept teeth as well. So yeah. I have like, so overall I had like 10 fetch lands without even trying to get them.
0: And that's just from drafting, right? And that's
1: just from like drafting. Drafting it. and opening packs. And yeah. opening packs. I open, I I have opened a few packs, but. Uh, that's yeah. from,
0: I mean, that's from judging and, and stuff. So. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But so. yeah, so someone like me
1: who isn't actively, actively trying to get them has this kind of numbers on fetches. So, uh, so you can imagine who,
0: people who actually do go out there to go and get the vaccines. Exactly. It's, it's just so
1: easy to get them. And then, just on li- like we've said before, Fe Reforged, even if it has a small impact, will have some impact. Okay, yes. So I I can imagine... And we're we going to be opening
0: more cans. boosters. Exactly. So I think when we
1: get to March, April, when we're at top supply, uh-huh. the prices will be at their, like, They're lower lowest. than they are now. Okay, so... Not the lowest, because I think the lowest will be... When, when things rotate out? Yeah, exactly. So it's when blood comes out.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing. So Bloodstained Maya, like... Okay, so right now, Bloodstained Maya and Wooded Hills <laughs> are the cheapest. Those will definitely be the most oh, these affected. Have poten- these have the are.
1: potential to be like $8.
0: Mm, okay. All right. Uh. Yeah, but for the other two... Uh, yeah, Polluted Plus Trend and, yeah.
1: will be more resilient because Modern and Legacy playables will just... Okay. Get them when when they see a good deal.
0: Alright. So let's let's summarize. So in summary, maybe somewhere in somewhere in February or March. I think we're gonna the see. The two
1: best situations to get them, the two best time frames, the times to get them will be March or April. Uh-huh. When before
0: spoiler season. I th-
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. right during right after so when Modern Masters comes out, I think will be the best. Modern right Masters. Right before Modern Masters okay, comes yeah. out. Because people will be like they will, they will not be playing standard. They'll be focused on the Modern Masters spoilers, uh-huh. and we'll be focusing on like adjusting their collections to like the reprints and stuff.
0: Okay, but you have to do it. Here's the thing: like you have to do it before any speculation. So correct. You have to. But eventually, maybe April. Be,
1: they won't be speculated on at the at the time because this will be max supply.
0: Uh yeah okay. So this sure. will be when
1: they will this is right at the end of them being drafted so during r- right before modern masters people will still be drafting fate reforged dragons dragons yes correct. And this will be max supply and so at that time when people start turning their attention towards modern masters
0: that will be a good time so to this will be minimum demand and max supply will that be minimum demand yeah okay that's the thing like everybody's going to be focused on modern masters yeah. okay yeah okay so, I you see. know, smoke and it. mirrors at the time. I can see it. And then okay. the other moment where you might want to
1: try and grab them, even though this there is some risk to this, mm-hmm. is uh, at rotation when people that only play standard... Just give just up all the cups. They okay. get rid of them. But that's, However, that's
0: pretty long to, yeah, to wait. Yeah, it's
1: pretty long down the line. And the thing is, fetches are... They're very particular because even people who only play standard, mm-hmm. they know like their reputation... Yeah, okay. and so they will. N- there is this like price memory. It's the the word that is used in, in MTG finance is price, price memory. memory okay, if people know that this card is like worth money, they'll try and hold on be, to it, yeah. or they'll try to like.
0: So so you're gonna get people who are hoarding hoarding cards, basically. Yeah, not
1: the st- they, the the standard players will not want to hard them, but they they'll be tough to trade with at that time. Okay. Because you'll be like, oh, you're not going to play with this to trade it to me. And they'll be like, oh, I know this is worth money. So I don't want to trade it to you. This for like, used for to be cheap. worth money. And now, you exactly. know. Uh, yeah, okay. And so they, yeah, th- I think the best time is definitely right before Modern Masters.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you heard it. For, you heard it here first. Actually, you probably, if you're listening to another podcast on MTG Finance, you probably heard it there. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Bring We talked about
1: this already. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you, any of you listen to Brainstorm Brewery, but it's been voted more than one time the best MTG podcast.
0: God damn it. Well, so you know. We the, so we're the second. We're, we're no. probably around sec- about second third. Worst. The second worst. Limited resources as LSV. Yeah, no, we can't beat that. No. Now now they have LSV. It's like second episode, second or third episode yeah. of LSV. <coughs> okay, so, uh, right. So just to summarize, if you want to get your fetch lens... Uh, a good time would probably be in during May, April, May period. April, uh, April, yeah, May right might before. be
1: pushing it because people
0: will start to realize that they're going low. Uh, okay, and then you're gonna get the traders, comi- traders yeah, coming, traders exactly. coming in, and they're gonna, you're gonna do, be doing your work, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so uh, do you want to
1: talk about a, a little bit
0: about your choice for pre-release now? Yeah, okay, before so we go into the, uh, I was trying to find, I was trying to find a segue segue into this but segue mm. uh now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, we should have like a little musical clip <laughs> change of segment uh we're going to talk a little bit about pre-release Um uh, we're going to be playing i'm going to be playing two pre-releases i think uh nuno i'm judging one and playing another are you judging it here? No, you're judging. Yeah, yeah. It. I will be. I'm
1: judging the mid midnight pre release on Saturday.
0: Oh man, don't don't judge me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I judge everyone. It's uh. fine. <laughs> and then I am playing the uh, Saturday morning one. Okay, so which what? I'm not sure is a good idea
0: because I probably won't get much sleep. i yeah, going to totally be so fine. stoned. Uh, I did that last. I did that last time. Man, I was so stoned. <laughs> I yeah, I can imagine. I, I actually I haven't played the
1: pre release since Born of the Gods. BNG, okay. I didn't get to play Journey into Nyx or uh, M15 or um, kinds. Uh, okay. For some reason, like the universe is against me, and every time there's a pre-release, something comes up last minute. What? But this time, I've said like, no, I'm no. You this know, is putting my this foot is my down. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So, all right. So let's maybe uh, let's talk about what your choice is going to be. So, I chose Jeskai. Oh
1: man. Because why? Okay, okay j- I chose Jeskai for two reasons. All right. Well three reasons. First reason is I think last five or six drafts I've been in. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the last six drafts I've been in, I drafted Mardu once. Okay. And Abzan five times. <laughs> Abzan,
0: Abzan is a good color, I yeah. feel. So like the, on, on Tuesday
1: when I was dying and I won the draft. Yeah. I drafted Abzan Trail of Mystery. I had oh, double yeah, trail yeah, of mystery. Yeah, it was insane.
0: Ridiculous. You basically ran out of car- ran out of lands in your deck. Oh yeah. Three times actually. <laughs> but so I'm gonna search just to shuffle.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I did that once, but because I, I, I delved a few lands away. uh uh-huh. And so I wasn't sure if I had like all of them out. So I'll just look anyway. <laughs> see what else yeah, I have in good the deck. To, like, you, you know. just see what else you have in the deck, right? Your outs. Exactly. Even, well they weren't outs because I was so far ahead. Oh, okay. well my morphs are like they get plus 4 plus 4 so it's just like combat is miserable for everyone except for yeah me.
0: it's disgusting you flip over okay so you flip over something gets plus 4 plus 4 then you savage punch something gets plus 2 plus 2 uh, yeah the highlight man.
1: was uh, unmorphing two city, city pets and then becoming oh man they became 5, eights. five eights. yeah <laughs> just they, they don't see it coming <laughs> but uh like the yeah, so because I've been drafting like playing so much Abzan, I thought it'd be a good chance to mix it up. So I decided I went for Jeskai because I think Jeskai is So I think for example, I think Soltai and Abzan are very strong. Uh-huh. But because each individual card is very strong. Yep. So they have a lot of card quality, like individual card quality,
0: but the interaction Yeah,
1: the interaction not so much. Um, I think it is definitely like they're both both of those kinds are just like you know big spells. Yeah. Whereas I think Jeskai, if you get the synergies right, and if you understand your role in the game, because it is much more of a tempo deck, because you have like farceways and and yeah. burn spells as well, I and you. If you, I think it re- also rewards good play. Like if you're a good player, Jeskai is very rewarding because prowess is very tricky.
0: So you're trying to say you're a good player? No, but <laughs> I want to be.
1: And so I need. I want to wanna
0: prove it to everyone. Well,
1: you know, I've I've won oh. a fair few drafts recently. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, not not to say that I'm a good player or anything, but I definitely yeah, think the Jeskai rewards. Good play, playing, thoughtful play. Yeah, yeah. If you're playing well, you have a lot more chances to like blow the other guy out because because mm. of prowess and because you have more tricks. Yeah. And also the third, so the third reason is because the two most expensive cards in the set outside of Ugin are uh, Jeskai. Just the two white mythics are just ridiculously overpriced, and I want to get them soon and sell I them straight, sell away.
0: straight away. Straight mm, away. Man, I have to. I want to keep the Soulfire Grandmaster. If I open it, I want to keep it.
1: I would. Probably keep the
0: mentor. Which one? The, m- the one that makes tokens if I open it. Nah, I don't think uh, that, that, okay, so uh I would we'll probably talk, keep we'll it for a week.
1: A week or two, because it'll be played in the first week of standard, because people will be trying it out. Yeah. I think it's the most speculated on card that for play to to play with.
0: Yeah, I I feel okay, it's got a lot of raw power, definitely. It definitely goes into like all the all the just decks. It's faster than rabble master it yeah. kills faster than rabble master yeah yeah okay yeah that's true <laughs>
1: which is saying a lot because rabble master attacks for one and then four no and then five uh-huh. and then uh and then it goes in increments of two
0: Does? Mm. oh yeah because you get it
1: you get he gets plus one plus zero from the other goblin and then you get the extra goblin extra so goblin, it goes in yeah. increments of
0: two mm. okay so <coughs> no it goes in increments of one
1: of 2 because he himself gets plus 1 plus 0. No,
0: he doesn't get other goblins attacking. No, no, no. Other goblins the Goblin
1: got rabble master gets uh-huh. plus 1 plus 0 for each other goblin attacking. Yeah. But he puts a
0: goblin token into play. So you get two power on the board. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh okay, so I mean looking through looking through the deck list. Okay, I also chose Jeskai. Uh and I and I chose Tima. Um both have blue and red and it's just white and green. I oh yeah.
1: The the red commons and the blue red. uncommons are so
0: good. The red commons I here's the thing, like I didn't I don't like red in this set. I, I like yeah. this uh Pyrotechnics. pyrotechnics. And deals, deals four damage divided. It kills two morphs. Oh, okay. Well it can potentially kill two morphs. It can,
1: yeah. And then also the uh, the other red removal spell. Um, oh, collateral damage is good, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, bathe in dragon Fire is also okay, a solid yeah, removal three, spell. Three mana, is four solid, damage, four
0: damage. Uh, so but you know, other than other than that, like the dash. A lot of them have the dash mechanic. A lot of them have, uh, you know, uh, abilities that are not. It's something that I would that I would definitely choose the highlight
1: of red are is the spells the spells are the highlight of red mm. it's a, it's definitely much more of a support color than than before where you had hardling outbursts and you had you had, a, you had a strategy in red because you could go valley dash or hardling outbursts and, land and then just blast. keep
0: going yeah. oh yeah and then trumpet blast and you can so there
1: was much more of an archetype
0: in that sense whereas it's in more red rashy reports, it's it's faster and right now like red isn't red isn't doing it but the here's the thing the white and the blue cards especially the uh, okay so let's not talk about the the, the rares or the, the mythics, rares, yeah. yeah, even the dragon uh, the dragon's pretty good the blue one is the worst though uh, what's the blue one do? Whenever it, it deals, mills the
1: other guy for four. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which the is blue terrible if you're playing against Delve. It's like particularly bad. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 You're giving him fuel. Uh, the green one's one of the best. Uh, I feel. Yeah. The yeah, red ones. Bremble the crush. red ones pretty good. Um, the white one really is is good. Oh, the, the
1: white one is very good. They can play combat tricks. They yeah, have to play
0: them like. At you the can play of combat. combat. Yeah. Exactly. You can play combat tricks. They can't. So it it's gonna it's gonna mess people up. The um uh like the Marang River Prowler is the one where yeah, you can the cast, cast him from your graveyard. Guy. Yeah, he's unblockable. He can't block, but he's unblockable. You can cast him from a graveyard. Uh Wandering Champion, he's also pretty good. Uh if you control a blue or blue or red. Is there a blue or red? Yeah, blue or red permanent, you may discard a card if you do, you can draw a card. <laughs> it's okay, but... Yeah, I think that,
1: like, for example, if you go... Uh,
0: the Cla- r- cloud Cloudform is a... Cloudform, yeah. Cloud farm huge, is... Huge bomb. And the white one is even
1: better in sealed.
0: Uh, The white one gives it Vigilance Flying and, and no, vi- Vigilance. Vigilance and Lifeling. So it's, it's, it's really rev- oh, relevant. It was, it's super relevant. I thought relevant. it gave Flying
1: as well. I'm pretty sure it gives Flying as well. No,
0: it doesn't give Flying. Okay, what's the white colored one it's called? It's Lightform. Uh, okay, where are you life yeah, there yeah, okay, light form, yeah, flying no, it doesn't, enchant creature,
1: flying in life link right at the end,
0: holy crap, yeah, the white one is even better <laughs> than the blue one in in sealed, and yeah, and, and look at all the all the removal, the white, white has valorious Stance. White has real, uh, blue, blue has, has reality, reality shift. shift, yeah. Which is, we, I mean, we talked about it in the last podcast. And reality shift, reality shift foil is going for 20 euros, by 20, the way. <laughs> oh, shice. Okay, uh, red. Okay, so here's the thing it's got a lot of good, re- it's got a lot of good cards. Like, white and blue, white and blue have a lot of good removal. Like, this is just pure removal, reality shift. Is an actual card it's just pure removal it's not and like you also get valorous stance in white which destroys a creature with power with toughness 4 or greater uh what was the other uh, yeah, this one. thing yeah against indestructible or it destroys a, a creature with toughness this is like or greater. one of the
1: this best is, combat tricks we've seen
0: yeah it's, and it's two mana two mana instant speed uh we have you know uh,
1: this guy is really good which one this guy the one that uh, just one, one, one prowess when he dies you draw a card yeah this this is like People can think that you're just gonna like chump and draw a card, and then you just blow him out with like with, prowess. Yeah,
0: <laughs> gotcha, <you>, buddy. <laughs> so you know these are these are uh, Jeskai. I think is gonna be very interesting to play. I played Jeskai during the Khan's pre-release, right? Uh, and like you said, man, I had to work for wins. Like you have to play really well. You have to know. What's in your deck? You have to know what's in your hand. The context of the you know you your your uh, you have to know. Basically I don't think jessica about
1: is about raw time. power. I think Sultai and Abzan are very much about raw power. Yes, I uh, think jessica is about the synergies and how well you you do know how how to yeah sequence. how to play
0: around yeah how to play around the cards. Uh, I'm gonna you know uh, I think Mardu.
1: I don't like Mardu very much because I think you really need to have like you have cards. to get the key pieces right Yeah, to, because it's be it's very Maldu. much it's the rush archetype
0: yeah you want to you want to kill them <laughs> fast and you want to you know you just want to pump out creatures and you want to yeah. swing 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 you need
1: swing. your chiefs you need the guy that has raid and makes a, makes a token you need the guy that has raid discard a card you need to you need to have like curve out very well
0: mm, and yeah. i think and I fire uh, here's the thing like if you're playing mardu okay fine you have you have quite a lot of black bombs but you don't have a lot of red, you don't have, like I say, you don't have a lot of red, good red cards. Uh, and black, black
1: at common, and
0: uncommon is just not as good as the other colors.
1: Yeah. Even and green
0: is like... It's bad, remo- it's actually bad removal. They don't have, uh, black doesn't have...
1: Uh, they have from kinds you'll have Throttle, and you have Rider of the Serpent. The throttle isn't as yeah. good. Like, actually, throttle isn't good. Hooded Assassin is my, fav- is an an my favorite, is one of my favorite creatures. Because, uh yeah, he comes into play, you get to choose either to make him a 2-3, so he gets a plus-one, plus-one counter, or you get to destroy a creature that was dealt damage this turn.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, you know... I think it, it's, 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 gonna it's one of one my of favorite
1: creatures in the format, and people will have to play around this. But, um yeah, it's...
0: Other than that, it's not But exactly black is like.
1: clearly underpowered, c- considering the other colors. Like, even green has, like, big beasts that get bigger with bol- oh, bolster. Yeah, man. Uh, Bolster is good in Sealed. I I didn't actually think it was going to be very good, but if you think it about seems it, seems yeah, like it's it does have
0: some power. Yeah, and green. I mean, green this time also doesn't have that crazy good removal, but it's just got bombs. It's just got. You, you still know, get. Drop. You still get boosters
1: from kinds of Tarkir, though, so you might. You might have You, have you get the two cards, three Fate reforge, and one
0: Seated booster that contains cards from both, both sets, sets yeah. in your colors. Hmm. So yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's why, I mean, that's why I, I want to play Tima if given the opportunity. So you, you're basically it, avoiding black, and yeah, then... Yeah, I want to avoid black. I playing don't. the archetypes that have blue and red. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. But although, okay, so if given the chance, uh, maybe Sunday I'll play as well. Uh, I might play Abzan. Either Abzan or Sultai. Like okay. these two, i I'm going to stay far, far away from Ardu like... Just you know, I agree. You, uh, I could not, I could not say this faster. Like no, Mardu is my favorite one to play is Abzan
1: because it just feels so feels so good to just go big spell after big spell. Sometimes Mm. it's just like it's slightly easier to do things and Outlast is ridiculous if if you have the pieces.
0: Yeah, the other day I was
1: drafting. I had the. uh, the outlast guy that gives death touch. The outlast uh-huh. guy that gives first, first strike, strike and trample. And I had life link.
0: Oh goodness.
1: So my so swarm good. of the blood flies was a was a fourteen fourteen. Life link flying
0: first strike. The first strike death touch. Death yeah, touch yeah yeah. It was I, just yeah. If you have the pieces, dirty. and here's the problem: you're only getting one cant back, so that's probably you getting not two. You're getting two. No, you only get one. Two cans, three fate reforge. No, four fate reforge. No, it's one one seated. One seeded, one cans, and four fate reforge.
1: Oh, that's not how I read it. Was it? I read two cans, three fate, one seeded.
0: Okay, wait, let's look it up. <coughs> I we need to settle this. Uh pre that's fine. release um uh fate reforge. Fate reforge yeah.
1: Uh where's the announcement? I think it makes more sense for you to have two cans because fate reforge is meant to be the support um thingy. Even though no, you're opening th- up,
0: you'd you be opening up a lot of... Yeah, you definitely
1: want to open up as much forge as you want. But forge on itself, as a small set, seems kind of clunky.
0: Oh man, where is it? Where so, is it? it's
1: the event participation, re- pre-release,
0: um, pre-release yeah. friendly seal. Friendly seal, swift draw, swift draw, okay. Oh yeah, it is one can's. For yeah, it's only one can's. Ah, cool. One can't forfeit, reforge, boost. More chances for me I to open it. my mentor. Uh, cool. <laughs> Your mentor, you mean my mentor. Actually, I just, uh, want, I, I just want a 4 Uh, I want, I want a
1: lot of cards. I, just, <laughs> I, I think, I was actually looking at the set and thinking of cards I want to keep for myself. Uh-huh.
0: Uh Forlugin. Probably Ugin is, Ugin is definitely on the top of the list for sure.
1: Foil Lugin and then I want a play set of Reality Shift and that's it. It's... That's it. Yeah, I'm very. I'm just not excited about Fate Reforged. Oh
0: come on! It's got such good cuts. It won. does have
1: good cards, and I do recognize it. I, I acknowledge that. Okay. Actually, no, that's not true. I want okay. okay. There are a few other cards that I'm looking for, and uh, we were talking about, and we can segue into our next topic uh-huh. about our picks for this set. So, what we're gonna do now is, so we're gonna go back to talking about a little bit about finance and. We're gonna talk about what cards we feel might be underpriced okay. within this set. Yep. And to talk about the cards, as I was saying, like the only card that I really want to keep like long term in my collection that
0: I want that belongs there a login. is a foil. It's a foil. Okay, I mean, okay, so we're gonna exclude that because that's gonna be That's not a finance pick, it's just it's going at, into at the cube, moment for it's one a terrible it's
1: pickup be- because it's so expensive. <laughs> but if I do open it, uh, there's no way I'm, like, leaving it. I'm just going to keep it forever. Oh, for sure, man. And I, uh, uh, I think, well, I want it in my cube, but it's just, like, it feels like it'll be such a pretty card to have. But, yeah, so talking about, um, so, as I don't, if you guys have seen, like, the current prices for the Mythics in this set, mm-hmm. they are so expensive because people are, like, because the internet these days, like, pe- you just see people brewing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you just see people, the pros there's articles, up. yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah, just exactly. articles saying, "Oh, this card is going to be good. This interaction is going to be good." Uh, what's what's his name? Wes Wesco? Uh, pa- uh, yeah, Greg Wesco. Greg uh, uh, Craig no. Wesco. Craig, Craig Wesco. Greg Wesco. Yeah. He, you know, he basically detailed five decks Correct, using I read that article. P- using almost all the cards or using almost all the power cards in in cards. <laughs> Even he wanted to, you know, uh, and. Uh, he included the interaction between Alicia and and Hornet Queen, right? Uh, you know, and he hasn't drafted. He hasn't made a deck with that yet. I am going to make a deck mm. like that. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to spend a little time and talk about the cards that we think are underpriced, overpriced. You know what? Uh, what's going to happen? So let's start with all the mythics. Yeah, each I color has each color has two mythics, right? And then Uke. right, and then Ugin. Yeah. For the majority of these cards, they are so overpriced. Uh okay, so Monastery Mentor. So overpriced. So overpriced. It's because 68. of Patrick
1: Chapin, like he wrote this article where he was saying how good this is in every format <laughs> and how much faster it is than Master.
0: He works for Star City Games, right? He does work for Star City yeah, games. Yeah, okay. So So
1: yeah, so he just sold this card to everyone and everyone was
0: so excited. And so it's pre-ordering at Sixty bucks. No, previously it was thirty. Previously it was thirty. $60. It went out. Of Dollars. Yeah. Right now wow. it's sixty bucks. So well,
1: the, the the sites that do have it is the the pre order price is still at thirty. Yeah. This is just sold out at SCG. Like they sold out. They ran out of pre orders.
0: They ran out of pre orders. I think a week into into pre. Yeah. Just Patrick Shapin wrote the article, and everyone was immediately so excited oh, about man. this. Yeah. Okay. I have I have the utmost respect for uh, for the innovator. It's just that I don't think this card is, is I think it is good. Bucks.
1: I don't think any I don't think any card in Fate Reforge warrants a thirty dollar uh or in Euros. If you talk about in Euros in Europe, It'll I don't think ready. any of these cards are gonna be worth as much as for example Voice of Resurgence was.
0: How much was Voice of Resurgence? If Voice
1: yeah. of Resurgence was around about like thirty Euros. Oh, man. And I think okay, Dragons Maze had one good mythic. Mm-hmm. It had Voice of Resurgence. Yeah. And then it had Blood Baron, which went up to like five at some point.
0: Yeah, but it didn't see play but it was uh, outside. Of yeah, it was like in Sideboards it. in Esper. Nah. Okay.
1: But Voice was like the whole value of the set. If you buy a, bo- a box of um, a display of Dragon's Mace today... If you open... You're going to want to open Voice. That's it. Mm. Well, shocks as well, but that's like I that's said... 1. And, 5. Five, one and a half, one and a half one and a half packs. Yeah. And so... Okay. So In this set, you have a lot of Mythics that are expensive at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so none of these Mythics are going to be able to hold.
0: Of course, none of these Mythics are going to yeah, be able so to hold the, the price.
1: Except, okay, so they are. I think they're all super overpriced at the moment, except for one of them. Which one? Well, ex- except for two mm. of them, but one of them is for slightly different reasons. So I think clearly Monastery Mentor and the... Um, the one that gives Lifelink, the uh, Soulfire Grandmaster. Grandmaster. Those are like they're terribly going, overpriced. Yeah, they're going down. So yeah.
0: just wait. You just yeah, have to People wait are going to want
1: to get them for standard right now. But yeah, the most overpriced card in the set is the uh, the figure of Destiny. The Abzan figure of Destiny. It is? How much Yeah, is Warden.
0: It? Warden of the first Tree, right? Yeah. So it's 25 bucks now. There's still, there's still cards yeah, in but stock. Th-
1: I think considering the amount of play this will actually see and the quality of the card it's the price is ludicrous
0: i think yeah okay the other two bucks. the white
1: mythics might actually be playable and oh, for good, sure of course whereas this one is just this old. is gonna sink uh, exactly. okay so
0: we okay i i agree with this like this is gonna sink this is one euro, two euro card this is this is no worse. i don't think so
1: this is like a fleece main lion. it's the same standard as a fleece main line but it's mythic
0: mm, okay yeah okay uh, wasn't fleece main lion mythic? no it's a rare. no it's a rare. It's a rare. It's a rare. Okay. This is like
1: an Nafenza sort of card. It's gonna be like three euros at most. There's mm, no way it can uh, it'll be this pack. Price.
0: I I think it'll be pack price. Like yeah. It will. Okay. It will drop to. It will drop to pack price. Uh, maybe within a month. Uh, people will start using it. I don't think Abzan. I I mean we talked about it in the last in the last episode of the podcast. Uh, Abzan is not gonna. These Abzan's are foil prices. Sorry.
1: Sorry. All the prices oh, we said sheesh. are wrong. These are foil prices.
0: Sorry, folks. Let's go back where? Oh goodness!
1: Oh, it just has a foil pre-order yeah. price. Oh, go on the other website. That one. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 So right. yeah. So monastery mentor pre-order price was thirty, like we said. Soulfire is twenty. Twenty now. Uh,
0: soulfire used to be thirty though. Yeah, and the but war now then now. Okay, and the war then is ten. It's ten. Okay. Sorry, folks. Still, I'll, 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 I'll edit that out. No, I. Won't. I think ten is three times as much as it should be no i i okay i i definitely think it will just be pack price like you know right now it's looking at best buy best buy list price is four bucks so i I'm on board with that okay uh
1: buy list if you don't know is how much retailers buy them for so for people here in in Portugal it'll be how much magic tuga for example buys them for mm, okay uh which is usually these are all online. much much online lower retailers. than whatever you find you buy them. Like, Mm. even in Magic card market, it'll be, like, for some cards, like, half of it, half of the price, Mm. something like that. Okay. Uh, Yeah.
0: Uh. All right. Yeah,
1: so out of the Mythics, what I think people are underestimating is... I think the most underestimated card is Whisperwood Elemental. Okay. Even though people have talked over and over about the raw power of this card, how good this card can be. Because this is a Master of the Wild Hunt that has Anti Wrath uh, written on it. It has like an- Anti Wrath tech.
0: It's five. It's five mana. It's not four mana. Master of the. But hunt it puts the token mana. on the exact same turn. <laughs> it's Fifth
1: turn, you get a token with okay, Master of the so Wild yeah, Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Fifth turn, you get a token with this, and this dodges. Uh, no,
0: fifth turn, uh, Master of the Master of the Hunt. You get it at the beginning of your upkeep and no, he comes uh, down
1: on fourth ter- on the fourth turn. Yeah, beginning of your keep so oh, you yeah, got a okay. wolf. Okay. Right, right. And this is at the beginning of your end step.
0: Okay. And this protects you from Wraths, and the other one was like sort of pseudo removal. Uh yeah, okay. So this yeah, this definitely uh, I I think but this is a s- this is but I do two two wolf with upside. Yeah, you can flip it over. You might yeah. be able to you might be able to flip and you, it over.
1: You can build your deck in such a way that you're always gaining value from flipping them over. For example, like Hooded Hydra, Oh, yeah, and secret use. plans as well. So, yeah. I think Whisperwood Elemental, even though people n- are aware that it's powerful, mm-hmm. uh, they think that... I think generally people think the green is badly positioned at the moment.
0: But Why? Yeah, I don't understand why. It's actually okay because a lot black of black control, black control is and around and yeah cdc Wib is yeah. quite powerful yeah but
1: if it turns out that this deck is resilient against those this could easily become one of the most expensive mythics because if this is playing you'll need four of them because he'll be the, the like centerpiece of your strategy
0: yeah okay and it's true. a mythic
1: in a small set right yeah and yeah, because all gonna, of the other mythics yeah. are going to be are going to come down because the hype will go away mm-hmm. Some other mythics will finally have mythics and rares. At the moment, like a lot of the mythics and rares are being choked by the hype on on some others. Yep. Like, namely the two white mythics and, to some extent, Ugin as well. Ugin, is, uh, Ugin, Ugin will hype drop is just like yeah, but at the moment, like EDH players and casual players just they will love it. Yeah, played with Planeswalker. But yeah, but uh, the uh, hype on a lot of the cards is choking the price on a, a lot of the others. And mm-hmm. also people are, like, thinking about the current metagame and not about how the new cards will change it. Okay. And so they're mostly seeing how these will fit into previous decks. And so because There's Jeskai no is very well established, the two white Mythics are being hyped. Of course. And They, because they already and Aggro, fit into the deck. Yeah, they, and
0: Abzanagro is now the most popular deck. So, so the Lord Warden... of the first three exactly. is... is this thing. Uh, okay, but I don't see the... <laughs> Uh, here's so, the thing,
1: like, which elemental is just unpredictable. If the deck fires, it's it's cheap right now. It's one of the cheapest mythics, and if the deck becomes popular, it will just go up. Yeah, There's that's just the
0: thing. I'm definitely going to get four copies of this because I know. Uh, right now I'm I'm running a I'm running a very stupid mouth deck, right, which I is know. very you know, which is very fun to play. Uh, and if it's cheap, I will probably get it, and you know. Yeah, I this is not probably as
1: cheap as you're ever gonna get it, or at least like maybe in two weeks as the supply goes slightly, you know, it goes up. goes up. Yeah, you might You'll be able get to get them slightly cheaper. I'll but probably, then if, yeah. if the deck appears, but then th- that's the thing. Nobody uses up. The only like, way is up.
0: Of all the of all the cards that have been uh, that have been used, and all <laughs> the all the articles that people have been talking about, like this isn't this isn't even on their radar. This is no. People have
1: talked about the synergy between this and Trail of Mystery and um, Hooded Hydra. And mm. Hooded Hydra has more than doubled in price since mm. the uh, the spoils.
0: Yeah, but Hooded Hydra Spoilers. works with just manifest. Yeah, That's true, it. true. So, but this is,
1: this is the only, well, not the only, but it, this is the best repeatable way of manifesting. There's also the white enchantment,
0: but... It's slightly different. Uh, then again, it's at 5 mana. That's, here's the problem. Like, it's at 5 mana... But it's, it's a source of know. card advantage that protect protects you from wrath. Okay,
1: what I'm saying is there is the potential for this to be good. Mm-hmm. And if it is good, then it's you will have wish you okay, got the so this is like 2-3 euros.
0: So this is potentially a sleeper rare. Yeah, For sure. exactly. Okay.
1: And the other sleeper rare, a uh, mythic. No, this is a mythic which is important because rares are...
0: Rares, rares, rares you are get being higher supply. Yeah. You'll get higher and supply of... Of rares, too,
1: yeah, and rares, as we can see from like Jeskai Ascendancy and Siege Rhino, which are played in all the formats. Mm -hmm. Um, the rare rares these days are being choked by the hype on mythics,
0: okay? Yeah, okay, because I can see that
1: you're getting a lot more sort of good mythics now than you used to. You're no longer getting
0: like bulk mythics, chromaticos, like five.
1: (laughs) five mythic dragons like you got in in uh, modern uh, masters uh, you know <laughs> the kamigawa,
0: yeah. the kamigawa dragons.
1: you're not getting um i don't know the the huge uh world spire worms and that sort of stuff uh, are okay. just bulk mythics they, yeah they you're just getting a higher amount of hyped mythics okay and and so yeah, my yeah, like pick sh- for other sleeper mythic is brutal heart chief
0: uh, here's where I don't agree. Like you know, it's not going to it's
1: one it's also one of the cheapest mythics though. Right and now,
0: yeah. Right now people are trying to buy it for what three three dollars? It's even cheaper. It's than... Three
1: euros on magic card market. Mm. It's, sorry, four euros.
0: Four Euros on Magic Card Market. Uh, okay.
1: It's... This is four Euros is about as low as Mythics go with the start of effect. Mm-hmm. It's better than Hellrider. Like the ability. Okay, the ability
0: is better than Hellrider, but the thing is you using Hellrider you're supposed to punish your opponent for tapping out or for like leaving his board open. That's the I mean that's the big difference. And this is okay, this is a mythic I understand. Hellrider is a rare.
1: I'm gonna explain I'm gonna expose why I think this is way, way better than Hellrider. Okay. Okay. If you're behind, Hellrider cannot get through there's just no way hellrider Hell is getting through.
0: No, but you're pushing, you're pushing at least x amount of damage. You're pushing. If you if you have an empty
1: board and you put hellrider down, he attacks for 3. Mm-hmm. But if he has a blocker, like the the, the situation hellrider were was bad at was when they had blockers. Right? If they had blockers no, Hellrider was, Hell Rider, fine. Hell was that's, terrible.
0: That's the thing like if you needed the okay if you're playing the Hellrider that you just needed that last But you if you're playing damage. a
1: Hellrider into blockers then it's just one extra point of damage compared to this.
0: Okay, yeah. Right? If okay if your bot is if your bot is empty, yes. If
1: right. they have blockers for Hell, if they had blockers for Hellrider and you were attacking mm-hmm. then the the fact that Hellrider has haste is just one extra point of damage. Okay. Sure. Okay. So compared to Hellrider in those situations, this is way better for two reasons. Instead of getting one point, one extra point of damage, you're yeah. gaining life.
0: Light, you get a two life, you got two point life swing.
1: And also, if you have enough mana, mm-hmm. you're also if they have blockers, you're making sure that it doesn't matter because his second ability goes around the weakness of Hellrider.
0: Yeah, but so this,
1: I think the only d- difference between this and Hellrider, the, the only downside is that it doesn't have haste, and I think. Uh, be according to the way the current meta is set, because it is much slower than the meta game Hellrider was in. Mm-hmm. Like the answers are worse as well. Like oh, removal is worse than it used to be with Hellrider. Uh, so yeah, what okay. I'm saying is, this isn't Hellrider, but it doesn't have to be Hellrider because the format is different. Mm-hmm. And this presents solutions to all the situations where Hellrider was bad. <sighs> if they have blockers, you can make sure. That you, you're you yeah damage. The blocks are gonna be fa- favorable basically. Okay. Because you're gonna choose how they block. So you're gonna make sure that all the blocks they do are as bad as possible. And if you if they have no bad blocks per se, like if you can't remove creatures of theirs, then you just put them all on one creature and all either of your other creatures go through.
0: Yeah, but here you're talking about the card in the void. I mean, yeah, raw power wise probably is pretty good. I don't I don't like that it's four mana and it's a three three only, <coughs> but I think that's the thing fine. like you, you where does he go? Like what deck does he go he, into? He doesn't
1: I think he goes in two decks. I think he goes in the Warriors deck which might finally have the pieces. Okay. And most of all warrior? most of all he goes in the Mardu deck.
0: Yeah, but Mardu deck is not a If you're going if you're going to be playing Mardu, right now.
1: Mardu top 8 at a lot of GPs in in the uh, event that was in London last month. Mm-hmm. Out of the top 8, five decks were playing Mardu. Hmm. And this, with Goblin Rabble Master, with the Mentor, and with Goblin outburst is actually disgusting.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, you get you pump out a token and right. everybody... It, this is it very becomes strong. a prize unicorn and then you swing through. Exactly. Mm, yeah, first you need to get the... yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> like If you have just, a 5
1: mana... If you, I don't think you need the 5 mana. I think the drain is fine. I think the, the 5 mana is just upside. I think the first ability is an, up, uh, an upgrade on Hellrider, except it doesn't kill Planeswalkers with that damage. Mm. But, but then if you're attacking with this guy, okay, like you like probably, you're probably yeah. killing Planeswalkers anyway because you're probably, like, half more creatures because you're playing aggro. Yeah. Right.
0: I do like, okay, so... Uh, I think at four euros, it's
1: super safe to buy this. Like, there's no way a mythic in the, like this, with this sort of power, doesn't okay. see... Like, this is a great top of the curve for an aggro deck.
0: There is no yeah, way that okay, during this whole t- the... life in standard it mm-hmm. won't be in an aggro deck, mm-hmm. okay? So, yeah, maybe I, I do see him in the warriors deck, okay? So, even after rotation, about... when like uh Theros goes out, mm-hmm. like the warriors, deck might, warriors, be, yeah, the warriors might deck might be it might just be the there. first aggro deck, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Good point, okay? I think this has uh,
1: solutions to where Hellrider was, was bad, and I think that's. And also, the meta game is just different. You know, you don't need to be as fast as Hellrider was.
0: Okay. So this is your pick for sleeper. For These sleeper two, MP. yeah. Okay. I think so this, Whisper, uh, w- Whisper
1: Elemental is the one that if if it ba- breaks through, has the largest upside. Okay. Whereas I think this this is a more guaranteed upside, though.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. This is okay. This is definitely guaranteed upside. It's just that uh, I don't know. For four mana, here's the thing: it's overcosted. I would I would have preferred no. if it's three mana. No, It would be
1: disgusting if it was a three mana three three with these abilities.
0: No four mana four mana and give us a four four. You know? Okay, no, but that would make it even better than Hellrider. Yeah, then Man. it would only die like to stoke the flames. You see that's why I'm not in It. <coughs> uh okay, so so. Uh okay. of all the mythics, I feel okay, Torrent Elemental is definitely uh, I will not say it's underpriced because right now, if you look at it, Torrent Elemental, uh, actually, the buy price is low. The buy the price, buy list is, price is low, yeah. I, would I, don't, I
1: think it's the 430 pre-order price is a just price.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's it's uh, it's going to be this price. Uh, it's going to go down and then it's going to go down because of supply and then it's going to go back up because people are this starting is, to use it. Uh, people don't run 4 off. Okay, there was the article that you were, you were telling me about. Yeah, people don't run 4 off in the CDC whip. I think they can. They can. Uh, they definitely can because you can use it for Dell. You can use it for del fuel and then bring it back and then you can use it for whips because. It's, but multiple
1: copies of this in your hand is kind of miserable.
0: I know multiple copies in your hand is bad. I think but this
1: will have to split the top end with Harner Queen. Oh yeah, and these sure. and so I think Harner Queen and this. Elemental will be, will be the individual. value machines of the deck. I would the top uh, enders like that. The, they are very much the finishers of Sultai. I
0: I would I would actually take out the Haunted Queens <coughs> and put in this. I'll put the Haunted Queens in the uh, what you call it sideboard in the sideboard. Yeah. Uh, currently, I run Haunted Queens in the sideboard instead right. of in on the main deck because I don't think it's I don't think it will be worth it to bring back. Okay, fine. You get a two two, you get a two two with like four freaking like. Was it four or three hundred? You yeah. get four tokens. Yeah, you get four tokens. You okay, get six powers. That's really, that's really nice. A lot of decks can beat
1: Hornet Queen though, like okay. if you whip back a Hornet Queen, a lot of decks. You'll probably
0: no people can drop, uh, especially if you're playing the C D C whip Mirror. If you're playing against Teamer, their, they're yeah. dead. That's it, game over. Do you? Do? Yeah,
1: it's sick. It's five Death Touch bodies with Lifelink.
0: Okay, hmm. that's true. Now they'll have answers anyway. Uh okay. yeah they might have answers oh they
1: have Anger with the Gods out of the sideboard yeah exactly but then they're killing their own mana creatures
0: mm. uh, no they have they still have their they have ki- Polopranos oh, no, and Carrier, Blade and die, yeah. stuff but they're exiling their own Ash Cloud Phoenix Uh, uh. yeah that's true okay anyway so I, I think this might be if you can get this for maybe two dollars $2, it's a good buy oh yeah, yeah, yeah I think uh, I think it will go down at some point um once the supply is out... Uh, it's guaranteed
1: to see play. If I, everything else is, doesn't pan out... Like it's it, it,
0: it is it This card is guaranteed to see play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it might go up. I'm not too sure. But it's not going to see play outside of... The problem is it's not going to see play outside of... Uh, what you call it? Standard. Standard, yeah. yeah. That's bad. Uh, Another okay. card with a lot of upside... I don't know if it's a Mythic though. Alicia... Oh man,
1: yeah, this card is way. Oh, it has like casual written all over it. No, 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 not just casual. Not just casual, but it has it does have casual written all over it. Like, tiny leader is an up and coming
0: format. Yeah, and this is like an all star there. Oh uh, yeah, we'll talk about tiny leaders in another episode. But yeah, that's true. Three mana, three mana, and it has that sweet, sweet ability. It's three two. I did not realize it's first strike. So uh, yeah, it
1: can be blocked like ever.
0: I'm going to I'm gonna try to create a, a Alicia who smiles at dev deck. I want to try to get four of these for sure, um, but I'm not sure at how much. I I don't think the price is 250 right now. The pre-order price is 250. It's bound to go up. Like people are gonna play this. It is really good. <laughs> I think it is. Awesome. I, I like, is it a rare or a mythic? It's a rare. It's a rare. Uh,
1: that's so, that. That is the problem with the, the prices, though, because rares are like Siege Rhino is four heroes, and it's played in multiple is, decks in Modern yeah. and Standard, so rares are just being choked out by the mythics. But yeah. yeah, Alicia. If it breaks through, it breaks through, and it's it's gonna be good. Super man. strong.
0: It brings back rabble masters. It brings back, back brings back hornet queens. Uh, it, brings it brings back tentars. It, it brings back this archetype of fi- uh, finality. It's the one that gives all your creatures death touch. It's a two three. You Fine. can bring it back. It brings back hornet queen. Okay, it brings back things that are actually relevant. Yeah, it, it could even bring back the Mardu Skull Hunter. It oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That is disgusting. It comes in the battlefield, you swing. It comes into the battlefield, you have to discard a card. Yeah, I read about that earlier creatures. today
1: on a Sempar D article, and it's just like I think it was it, a Sempardi article. It brings
0: back this red colored creature, which uh when it enters the battlefield, it's got red uh and it can deal two damage to target creature or player. Hmm. So, you know, if there's this deck is just waiting to be made. It's gonna be a Jun, it's gonna be a Jun colored deck. Uh and it's just it's just ripe, you know, for yeah. for goodness. Uh the other one that uh that just both before, of us luck, I think. Yeah,
1: just before we talk about the uh, what I think is the best rare of the set. Okay. I wanna talk about Yazova. Yezo- Yasova
0: Dragonclaw. Oh Yasova Dragon Claw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I heard about the coolest thing today. What? Okay, Yasova Dragonclaw is bonkers. I thought it was going to be clunky because it's you cost 3 mana to play, it's a 4 two. it's quite fragile. Mm-hmm. It trades with a cursor, so you're trading like it it is it will be very much like an engine card. Yeah. Like the game will surround like what it it's will, doing it will be built, yeah. So you don't really want to trade it for a Corsair. No, but you can But just then I thought creatures. Okay. So you steal the Corsair. on turn 4, you steal the cursor, play land, attack for 6. Okay, that's already good. Now Let's go a little bit further. <laughs> Let's talk about the guy that you tap, draw two cards, and give it to your opponent. Turn yeah. three, you play two. You play him. Turn three, you play a sova Tap the guy, draw two cards, give it to him. Next turn, you steal him. Tap, draw two cards, give it to him. Next turn, you steal him. Tap, draw two cards, give it to him. <laughs> and if he ever, if he ever taps him. Taps it himself to to draw cards. You get it. back. You get it back, and your turn. You, you tap, tap it, it. Give it to him. Threaten it again, and tap it, and draw two extra oh, cards. Oh
0: man, yeah. You can. It's basically three mana to draw two cards. Yeah, yeah. It's three mana. To draw. It's oh. it's like a repeatable uh uh divination divination. Yeah, Ooh. and also
1: the other thing. Okay, so when we were talking about the pre-release, we talked about collateral damage, and I thought I, I yeah, said yeah. let's talk about a little bit further down threaten uh attack collateral damage sacrifices creature deal 3.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. so turn
1: you go turn 3 Azova, turn 4 you steal their carcer attack for 6, sacrifice their carcer deal 3.
0: Oh, uh, man, that's just magical christmas land. You're right? talking you're talking about things that like y- it I has think a deck
1: the place the uh, the guy that draws your cards. I forget I forget his name. But it's like the trader.
0: Uh it's called something bizarre, tra- bazaar trader.
1: Oh, yeah, trader, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that a deck that plays him collateral damage and Yasova, it seems never. really really spicy.
0: Uh,
1: I don't know if it's good. It, it's it's but gonna in be theory,
0: no. But you're not doing <laughs> anything. That's the thing. You're, you're drawing cards. And what do you mean not you're right. not doing anything? You just play burn. <laughs> you just burn their face with Yasova green a green red burn. Yeah, right?
1: just green red. Uh, it's you play storm breath dragons and you play that. You know, it's just like you're gonna have a flexible deck that can go the r- down the line of just. Gain control of all of your creatures and sacrifice them, mm, okay. or just don't sacrifice them. Just attack anyway. Yeah, and then you're gonna have no burn attack, spells. and then you, and yeah, then you're gonna you have sacrifice. burn spells in your deck, uh-huh. and you're gonna have like bigger. And you you can very much take advantage of ferocious as well because I think, like the Shaman of the Great Hunt goes well in this deck as oh, well. Oh yeah, for sure. And Stormbreath Dragon goes well mm. here, and also like you can, uh, the Excal Phoenix is also Phoenix, be good. Phoenix, and you can still ramp out with um with Rattle Claw Mystic.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. Like,
1: I think that can, that mm. might actually be something to look at.
0: Okay. Uh, and then finally, I won't say finally. Okay, so there's there's this other card that I really like. Okay, let's leave let's leave the the yeah let's leave banana man, banana man for another time uh or for last the start of the show. What is there's one red card, cl- <coughs> red card Ark bond. Ugh. This ah. is going to... I'm going to try... Man, I'm, I'm a Johnny and I don't like this card. I, I, I'm thinking of uh, making a deck. This and Master of the Way is just insane. <laughs> yeah, the true. interaction is just insane. The minute you cast this, Master of the Way gets... You gain a million lives. Yeah, you gain a Kill million lives. You probably wipe the entire board. I'm not sure if you probably wipe your board too. But, you know, you'd be, you'd be so far ahead. This amuses me. It's so good. Just these two cards. These two cards interact so well. I usually and then put it in put it in a Mardu Warriors deck.
1: Yeah, the problem is I usually don't like cards that rely on how good the other guy's creatures are.
0: Yeah, heck it. If he's playing, if he's playing, um, uh, what you call it? If he's playing uh, tokens, swing in. He blocks with one. You can just wipe out his entire sure. board. You're gonna get value. Dark bond is two. very dependent on the other guys' cards, though. I don't know. Uh, okay, maybe it's uh, two off in the deck and then two more sure. on the side. might maybe okay. I'm definitely gonna. Uh, okay, so I I like to play the rogue decks. So I'm gonna make one deck. Oh so yeah, this is very much a, this. This is, a rogue card. This is this is going to make okay. If it doesn't kill people, it's gonna make so many draw games. I imagine I imagine playing against the C D C we uh playing against Night Howler decks. <laughs> uh you swing in with your twenty twenty night howler, fine, I'll block and I'm going to kill both of us at the same time. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. That's funny. So uh right. So and then the card, hidden clue in the show when you said
1: these cards uh, that makes make us go crazy and I uh, went bananas. bananas. Uh, t- the card t- that is making everyone go bananas.
0: Man, he's so good. He's
1: okay. I won't say he's so good, but he's good. I think I finally convinced. I'm gonna finally convince people today of how good this is. Okay. Turn one fetch thought scour. Turn two to see her <laughs> This is it. And then his ability, instead of thinking it as giving your opponent decisions. So last week, I think Nuno said, "I don't like cards that give your opponent decisions." Yeah, yeah. I I agree. It's not, sure. it's not a decision. It's not a decision. It's a card. It's just a card in hand. You draw a card. Yeah. It's card advantage. And if you put a deck if you, I, I'm if thinking you about this in modern, deck. obviously. I mentioned Thought Scar, so I'm thinking about this in Modern. Yeah. If you If you can delve away most of your cards. You delve away the cards you don't really want and you leave the like whatever you would do want in your in your graveyard.
0: No, but there's always chance. That's the thing. There's always chance that from the top of a your deck you're gonna get something that's not going to be useful yeah, in yeah, this True, context. true,
1: true. But you, you're... Okay. we so I mean, we're thinking
0: everything in your deck is going to be useful, right? Yeah, I hope, and you your hope. opponent
1: doesn't have complete information. So okay. it might just be that he gives you the wrong card. Like, the good card for you. Oh, uh, okay. And something, unless he's just giving you lands.
0: But no, he then, can't give you lands. It's a non-land card. He well, then win. he's
1: just screwed because he's always going to make... Well, Okay, so if he makes the right decision for himself that card might just be useful further down the line. Yeah. But the thing is, he doesn't have complete information. All, all he has is the cards in his hand and the information on the board. Mm-hmm. So he, he is, you know, it's just like fact or fiction. Well, not fact or fiction, but no, like fact Steam. or fiction,
0: you get to decide. That's yeah, the thing.
1: Yeah, but he he does have some decisions. But yeah, for example, Steam huh. Like, people would still like the card Steam Mockery, right? Yeah, that's true. And like, yeah, Jace had a mini foff that they get to split the piles and then you get to choose. Here they are choosing the card you get, but you are you are still getting a card with, with like no investment.
0: Yeah, that's true. If he's on the and board, in, like yeah. you get one, you get one extra card in hand. Yeah, in modern, and he is mana sink.
1: Yeah, right. he is a mana sink. In modern, you can play this alongside Liliana and Thoughtseize and Inquisition. You strip both hands, and you leave a Tarmogoyf in play mm. that draws cards. And you can also play Treasure Cruise in that deck or Dig Through Time to delve away the cards you don't really want to put in your yeah. hand. Yeah, and so. Mm he has bad decisions to make. Like, yeah, it he is true it's his decision, but he doesn't have the complete information, so he, he might just make the, the wrong decision.
0: He <laughs> might give you back a thought score. <laughs> okay. <coughs> so, these are uh, these are our financial picks. So, that, I think, wraps up the show. Do we have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I just uh, like to wish
1: everyone good luck with the pre-release this oh, weekend. Yeah, for sure. I th- I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Good luck, but uh, try not so hard. I'm playing. Yeah, exactly. Don't, uh, don't try know, too hard. Huh? Limited <laughs> luck because we're both <laughs> playing in the, in the events. Uh, uh, yeah, so good luck, with, good luck with pre-release. Although this is coming out on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, I hope you had the best of luck. Uh, I hope you open up lots and lots of Mythics. Don't open up Foil Wugins though, because I want them. Uh, no, open up Foil Wugins and then sell it to Nuno. No, don't make me buy them. Okay. So this has been the Power9 Podcast. If you like this episode, you can head on over to our website, www.powerninepodcast.com 9 to find the rest of the episodes, right? Like last week's episode where we talked about all the spoilers. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Power9 Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Power9 Podcast. Instead, the nine is a number nine. Uh, or you can email us your questions or things that you want us to talk about at our email at powninepodcast at gmail dot com. So yeah, next week we'll be back with uh, our guest. I think.
1: Yeah, we have a surprise guest for next yeah, week. Yeah, we got a
0: surprise guest, and we'll be talking about. Uh, we'll be talking about stuff.
1: Stuff. We'll be talking about a lot of different things. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that's it for Power9 Podcast. For me and Nuno, we're saying bye. Bye Bye-bye, guys. Ciao.